0: Well, welcome back to the City Rev Life podcast. So great to be with you guys today. My name is Josh, and I'm here with Pastor Craig. Hello, hello. And last week we talked about how to deal with failure. So today we're going to be talking about how to deal with success yes. when things are going great. And since um, we're talking about success, we thought we would grab the most successful person yeah. on our staff. Yeah, uh, being of course. You, oh, Pastor man. Craig. You just man. ooze success all Thanks. around you and who you are. I get that you know? a lot. I'm yeah, sure.
1: Um, <laughs> no, I, it hasn't always been, you know, I, like you, uh, my life hasn't always been successful. But there have been times. There have been moments of great success when yeah. things have gone well and we kind of want to talk about how you deal with those moments mm. of success I know for uh for me in my life see I remember one time starting uh, at a church and uh, having an opportunity to preach and it was my first time uh, there I was a young pastor I was excited I was nervous I wanted it to go really well mm. and so uh, there's a lot of stress and uh, I got up there you know I prepared a lot I preached and by the grace of God, it went well. It wow. was, it
0: was good. Things, that's, things that's went big. well. That's big coming from my f- first sermon. Yeah. I felt, you know, I felt like, okay,
1: it was, you know, it was, it went pretty well. And uh, so I talked to people afterwards and people were very kind and, you know, you get like a lot of feedback oh, <laughs> on uh, sermons yeah, lots. And uh, and people were very kind, but, had one lady in particular, uh, who had been at that church for decades, you know, an older lady. And she wrote me a little note, uh, after that Sunday and, uh, dropped it off on my desk. And I remember reading it the next week. And there were a lot of kind words, a lot of words of encouragement about the sermon Mm -hmm. and, and how I did, how happy she was, uh, for, for me to be there. And she ended the note, uh, with the words, don't touch the glory. Mm. And I remember that hmm. really speaking to me in that moment. Something I've held on to uh, for a long time. Just a reminder yeah. that you know this moment was a successful moment, but don't mm. don't touch the glory. This is the glory belongs to God. If wow. anything, the success that you've had is because God has brought this and because God yeah. has allowed this and allowed you to be a part of His successful moment. Um, and that's something that really stuck with me for for a long time.
0: Yeah, that's really good. So why don't you walk us through how you would define success maybe maybe there's a biblically biblical way we could define it because I think um we might all define success differently yeah you know we as pastors success is a good sermon <laughs> we just pray really hard yeah. and work really hard yeah. at trying to deliver a good sermon' We feel the weight of communicating God's word and we want sure. to do so effectively. And a lot of people's minds, including our own at times, success might look like your salary or yeah. the size of your family or the size of your house or the amount of cars you have or how nice a car you have. Is like how would you define success? And is there something we can look to in the Bible to find a biblical definition of success?
1: Yeah, I think you're you're right in saying that our world and our culture define success differently than scripture. Hmm. Uh, today, in today's day and age, uh success often looks like, at least here in the US, um, it looks like
0: yeah, it looks like wealth. That's, that's my definition of success. Yeah, a that's it. You've made it. It doesn't you matter yeah. anything else in your life. As that, long as you're driving a Lamborghini, you're successful. Yeah. You Ferrari, know? no. You're probably <laughs> failing you listened to the last week's podcast. Right, right, right. right, right. Um, but, but Lamborghini. But a Lamborghini, then you're ready. You're set. Completely different.
1: Yeah, and, and for a lot of people, it is. It's about your image. It's about... Uh, having wealth, or at least looking like you have wealth, uh, mm. or fame. Uh, for a lot of people, it is uh, having a life full of pleasure. Mm. Uh, these things are viewed as successful. If you think of, man, what is a successful person? Uh, they would say some of these these traits. But hmm. the Bible warns about that kind of success and chasing after that kind of success. Hmm. Uh, one of my favorite verses in all of Scripture is Matthew 16, 26, and it's the words of Jesus. Jesus says, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world? These things, wealth, success, fame, pleasure, whatever you want to put in there. If a man gains the whole world and forfeits his soul. And what can a man give in return for his soul? Or what's worth more than a man's soul, right? This idea of like our soul and our spiritual life and our spiritual health and our standing before God matters so much more than these worldly, worldly views of success. So if you look at, you know, what do the Bible say, how would the Bible define success? Um, One of the the people who put it best would probably be uh, Solomon, uh, who wrote in Ecclesiastes 12, that at the end of the matter, after exploring all different kinds of things that the world has to offer, uh, exploring wealth and fame and pleasure, uh, Solomon says, at the end of the matter, all has been heard, fear God, And keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man and I think if we live a life honoring God living for the Lord a faithful life loving God loving our neighbors that's really what godly success is and clinging to that faith till the end right living a a full and faithful life would be a a more biblical picture of
0: success well that's that's really good so walking with the Lord requires you to to redefine and reorient your picture of what success looks like Absolutely. and it's almost freeing too i feel like it's yeah. relieving yeah. okay chasing all these things that the world's chasing it's not ultimately going to lead me to a successful life it's it's redemptive of your life and that's yeah. what god is intending on doing he's trying to get you to focus on the things that actually matter yeah that's that's really deep so if I'm listening to this, I'm wondering then what if I am successful by the yeah. world standards, you know, like, is that a bad thing? Because, you know, I, I have money or I have the cars or I have the house or I have whatever other people might define yeah. as success, the fame, the, yeah. the fortune, all that stuff. How how would you then address yeah, these people?
1: I think that's OK. I think that's OK. If your life is going well right now and you'd say, hey, I in at least in my own opinion and the opinion of those around me, I would say I'm a successful person, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have examples in scripture of God bringing success. I think a, a really good example is Joseph, mm-hmm. uh, this idea that God poured his favor out on Joseph and that wherever Joseph was, uh, that place was blessed. And it was this idea of the wow. people who would bring Joseph in, just by him being in the house, they were blessed. Things would go well around Joseph. Yeah,
0: just to speak to that thought for a yeah. second too, like we talk about here at City Rev going into our city, yeah. being city changers, you know, the reality is if we're living out the things that, that Jesus is calling us to do, like love our, our neighbors as ourselves and put people above ourselves and to serve others, these things like that's life changing for people yeah. out there in in the world. Um, you know, I, we as pastors occasionally get to do hospital visits and just yeah. stopping by the hospital saying, Hey, we're here. We're praying for you. We love you. It's so Im- impactful for, yeah. for people And it's literally a couple minutes out of our day. We don't think much of it, but it's just so foreign to our world. And so, if we're living how Jesus has called us to, not only are we making a difference, but we will probably find success in the world because those are the kinds of people that employers want. Yeah, you know, sure. The employers should should be like, man, I want a Christian in my my organization because they they work the hardest. They're they're the best. And we as Christians are called to work as unto the Lord, not unto man. Yeah. Like yeah. Y- every employer is going to want someone like that, and you might experience a lot of success just by living your life in a way that honors God.
1: Yeah, it's a good frame of mind to keep. Right, you're you're not being disobedient if things are going well at work. Um, mm-hmm. Being successful in in chasing after the kingdom of God, pursuing Him first. Uh, doesn't mean that the rest of your life has to be a mess. Mm -hmm. Like it means probably that there's a lot of good things following in these virtues that you're living out, right? If you're living honestly and faithfully and you're, you know, working hard for the Lord and Mm -hmm. caring for the people around you, you're right. You probably will find success in some areas of your life. Uh, And that's okay. That's a good thing. Uh, The, the danger that we see in scripture is that when success leads us to pride, mm. it's about our mindset, it's about the source of our success. When we start to think and believe that my success is because of me, because I am so yeah. gifted or talented or so smart or I made the right decisions and I'm so great, therefore that's why my life is going well. Uh, that's where we get into dangerous territory because that yeah. leads us to to that's pride. Cool. And, Probably one of the most famous examples and verses about pride is Proverbs 16, 18, uh, where the Bible says that pride goes before destruction and a haughty Mm. or proud spirit before a fall. And it's this idea of God humbles the proud. That is a theme in Scripture again and again and again. And so for us to uh, deal with success well as a Christian, it's always got to come back to praise. It's always got to come back to remembering that our success ultimately is from God. James 1, 17 says that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming mm-hmm. down from the father of lights with whom there's no variation or shadow due to change. Every good thing in our life comes from God, And we can be tempted to think when we look at our lives, if things are going well, we can be tempted to think I did this, I built this, you know, yeah, it was my hard work. It was my smart decisions. It was, you know, the choices I made in the moment I put in the time and this is the result. And there's an element of truth to that. But ultimately, when we think back and we go back to the source of every good thing that happened in your life, it ultimately comes from God. You're just a steward of what God has decided to give you. So maybe you worked really hard and maybe your life is is great. Maybe you have kind of the trappings of success, of, of wealth, or maybe you've worked really hard in your family life and it's, it's going really well or, yeah. or your career or your reputation yeah. in your city um, is good. And so you have this success or these pictures of success in your life. But if you think back, all these things ultimately are from God. Your skill yeah. that you've that you've used yeah. is from God. The opportunities in your life to work or to to jump on, these are from God. Even if you go back even more, your health, your mm. the fact that you're around, that you can do these things, that your heart is still beating. I mean, the Bible talks about the very breath in your lungs is a gift. Of God. Hmm. And so we owe our lives to God. We owe every opportunity we have from God. God is our ultimate provider. And hmm. He's the one who brings us maybe the things that we rely on that we think in human terms we've used to build a successful life. Those things have come from God. Your personality, your intelligence, your work ethic, hmm. all these things have come from God. So, you know, as we look at success, I think it's, okay and good to celebrate the good things that god has done i think it's especially good to celebrate the good things that others have done i think that's a really great way to to love people to show them you care to build those friendships and relationships to celebrate people but for a christian when we celebrate success it should always come back to thanksgiving and come back to our remembrance of what God has done for us, that God is the ultimate provider and source of our success. And and that can be an antidote to keep us um, from living a life of pride.
0: That's so good. You're basically encouraging us to reorient our priorities. Yeah. um, what the world defines as success, those can be, end up being tools and resources that God wants to use in your life for his kingdom. Yeah. Um, I, I think of the life of Jesus, yeah. you know, Jesus was arguably, or I, I don't think it's arguable. He was the most successful person sure. by biblical standards <laughs> yeah, in all sure. human history. Um, And yet he went and washed the disciples' feet. Yeah. You know, he served others uh, relentlessly. He loved The people around him relentlessly, and I also think about who was the the person in charge of holding the money, the money bag holder. Yeah, it was Judas. Yeah, and it even says Jesus knew that Judas was kind of skimming off the top and using it for his own own means. Um, but jesus wasn't worried about that he wasn't worried about the finances he knew that his father would provide whatever he needed um and so you just see jesus's priorities Mm -hmm. and and we're called to mimic those um our success
1: ultimately isn't for us right god's given us these things to steward for his glory for his kingdom for the good of those around us and so that is something for us to remember and to receive humbly the good things in our life and to hold them loosely right to say god these are yours right this is not mine um this success this good thing in my life is not mine but you have given it to me for a time to hold on to to use for your good for your glory for the good of those around me
0: yeah and i, I think of um lectured to my students by charles spurgeon mm-hmm. and they had asked him at one point how do you stay humble in all the success that you've seen in your life And his response was, well, every time someone gives me praise or congratulates me or celebrates me or whatever, I just look at it as they're handing me a flower. And I pause and I'm I'm reading this. I'm like, what a flower? That's weird, dude. Um, But then he goes on to say, he's like, and then at the end of the day. I take all of those flowers and I make a bouquet and I give it to the Lord Mm. and I say, thank you, Lord, for gifting me in the way that you have, um, giving me the talents, the the spiritual giftings, the way you've supernaturally come through in my weaknesses and you've allowed me to work in your kingdom. You've blessed me and you've given me the honor to, to be used in the way that you've used me.
1: Yeah. It's good advice. It's good advice.
0: Bringing it all back to the Lord. Well, thank you, Pastor Craig, for sharing on how to deal with success. I was really encouraged by it. Hopefully you all were as well. We'll see you guys next week on the City Rev Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe and leave a rate and review. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. So don't forget to tag us at cityrev.church. If you're interested in more resources, download our City Rev Church app and follow us on social media. Thank you so much and have a great day.